I'm your host, Sarah Boss, and welcome to Attainable Podcast. Hey guys, okay, so before we start the episode, you'll find that I didn't realize the mic wasn't plugged in, like a little bit into the episode, so the first part of the episode is going to be a different quality than this. Honestly, you probably won't even notice after listening to a couple minutes, but um, sorry about that, you know, tech setup, what have you, but we do fix it towards like, I don't know, the middle of the episode, I have no idea. Um, So sorry about that, just a little, you know, disclaimer. Um, but I hope you enjoy the episode. My name is Sarah Boss. I'm your host. I'm super excited to have you here. And if you are new here, welcome. Today, I have a fun episode and I've got a really cool guest. She's been on the podcast before. Everybody, give it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> applause. Applause for Leal Isa. Hi, guys. I'm happy to be back. Yeah. Today, we're going to be talking about, one, some differences in, like, Differences between us and our parents, especially my millennials, and I think some Gen Zs will, uh, like, I guess, what's the word? We're Zillennials, aren't we? Zillennials? Yeah. We are Zillennials. Yeah. Because we're right on the cusp of 97. But I I feel like I relate to both. I relate to both, which is why I think some Gen Zs will relate. That's the word I was trying to say. Some Gen Zs will relate to, like, what we're saying. It's just, just kind of a topic that I was like thinking about in the car and I wrote it down and I was like, I just want to discuss this because I think that you guys will understand what I'm saying. (laughs) If not, well, (laughs) dang. (laughs) And then we're also going to be talking about some of our, like, I don't want to use the word regret, but kind of like regrets from college or post-college or I mean, well, no, like pre-college, college or one of mine is post-college. So yeah, if that sounds interesting to you, stick around. And if it doesn't, still stick around because we are interesting and fun and you'll probably like it anyway. Okay, so here's the concept. Mm. And here's what I was thinking while I was driving, which is when you do all your, do you, do you all, all your thinking when you're driving? And in the shower. Do you, do you ever drive in silence? Yes. You do? All the time. I don't know anybody who does I that. I don't even talk in the car no. when I have people. No, I don't want to. I don't like, I don't, and I don't like when there's music and then we'll try to talk over the music. It makes me want to it's murder. Either or, yeah, it's, it's either, either or. or. You, we listen to music and enjoy each other's company in silence. <laughs> or we have a genuine, real, authentic, deep conversation about like childhood dramas. Like there's no yes. both. Mm-hmm. I can't stand when people are talking over the music. Don't. Sometimes I do. <laughs> I don't like it. But I can control it. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, just like, like let's don't. turn it down. And yeah. If you gotta say something, just turn it down. Say it. We can, you know, banter back and forth. And then when we're ready, we turn it back up and, and listen again. But don't have Doja Cat going and then be like, hey, so I had this for lunch yesterday. And you're like trying to go over the music. There is only one other thing in, that I can think of that annoys me more. And it's being bumped into. Oh. My mom does it on purpose. And then she laughs. Oh, it pisses me <laughs> off so fast. Like when we're in like a like a mall or something. I'm, not, I'm never in a mall. <laughs> like, we're just like in a store. In a store yeah. or something. And she'll, you know when you're walking and you sway a little bit. And like if you're close to somebody, bump. Mm-hmm. Bump. I'm yeah. like, oh my god, I'm going to get charged for murder. I can't. Yeah. I cannot. I also don't like when you're walking, you're both in straight line, and then they start, like, shifting to you. Oh, yeah. You're like, get away. Stay in your lane. We have invisible lanes. Drive in your own. Yes. Walk in your own lane. Walk in your own lane. Anyway. Mm. Anyway. Driving. Driving. Thinking. Yes. Driving. Yes. Silence. Yes. And I 
was thinking, so, like, when we were younger, I don't know about you, but, like, when I was younger, and I feel like most people can relate, you know, we were taught, like, so much about, like, sharing is caring and, you know, like, care for the environment. Like, I had a whole, like, Earth Day was huge in elementary school, and we, mm-hmm. I had this whole, um, I won a contest, I won a poster contest. It was in like, elementary? Yeah, yeah, it was, like, you had to do art to something about Earth Day. It was very original. I drew a picture of, like, a puddle with a rainbow in it. I said, keep the rainbows in the sky, not on the ground, because oil makes rainbows. And I remember we were walking in front of a store, and I saw oil, or, like, a rainbow. And I said, Mommy, like, why is there... Like, why is there rainbows yeah. on the ground? And she's like, because there's oil. And I was like, oh, well, that's what I'll do. And I'm thinking, <laughs> certified genius, okay? Very creative. Very creative. Honestly, I yeah. was like, I mean, great. And then and I won. And I don't <laughs> remember what I got. But anyway, like, it was a huge deal. Yeah. And now, all the parents are like, why, why do our children, like, need to save the turtles? Why are they all about communication and talk about their feelings? Why are they so sensitive? And I'm like, you did this. You did this. Like, this isn't a surprise. Mm. Like, did you see the shows that we watched when we were younger? Like, that's all we talked about was caring about others. So, yes, now we're very worried about everybody's mental health. And we just talked about this. Yeah. You had a very kind of different experience. Yeah, yeah, you said I do not relate to what you're saying. No, I I said that. I was like, cool. I don't, like, I really don't remember a time in my life where where my my parents were like, you gotta communicate properly in terms of, like, your feelings so we understand you. Like, there was never this kind of communication. Our love language was mostly physical touch. Yeah. And, like, acts of service. Yeah. Mostly. So I grew up, I'm like, okay, I mean, I... I don't really know how to talk about my feelings, yeah. but I can cry. <laughs> I can cry. No, yeah. and that was another one. that I, I, like, read something, and it was, like, the previous generation has such an issue with communication. Mm-hmm. Like, they have no idea how to communicate your feelings, which is why millennials, zillennials, I don't know about Gen Z. They seem kind of hard. <laughs> like, I don't know. But the world they, yeah. yeah. But, like, we're so obsessed with communicating our feelings because we saw, like, what it looks like not to. And I think mm-hmm. that... You know, you can compare that to, like, our parents. For, like, American parents, they had grandparents or parents, like, depending on the generation that Mm -hmm. went through the Great Depression. Like, we're not that far from that. And I think that's probably the biggest, like, event that we've seen trickle down into generations. Mm. Have you seen that at all? I mean, there's a history of trauma and war all over back home or yeah. any really Where are you any from country for the people who don't know Lebanon yeah well, I'm from different countries yeah. actually um, I, mean, I, said, I just like, no that's like my crisis my internal crisis is that I can't I don't find myself identifying but into uh, like a country into a country oh interesting yeah um so I'm half Palestinian half Lebanese yeah. I grew up in North Africa and Libya I I was born there yeah and then teenager I came to the U.S. and then I came back and I kind of grew up here in a yes. way of like forming my personal so it's like it's such okay. a we can what do you have a culture crisis yes okay I'm identity mostly okay. uh, but it also relates back to nationality and yeah. all that yeah I, I almost <laughs> said I relate to you do I don't I don't the South Carolina <laughs> I literally not like never left the state yeah. no 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 but not in the same way. Yeah. Not in the same way at all. But I say, like, are you having a culture crisis? Because I've said probably done this twice to Joseph, where I'm like, I don't know where I'm from. Mm. as Because Americans, like, we're an extremely blended country. 
And so other countries, like, you know, you're, you're, you don't say, like, where were your ancestors from? They're like, fuck, here. We're yeah. from here. Yeah. You know, they did the whole thing. Versus, I mean, America's so young that, like, we have school projects on where you came from. Like, I don't think that's a thing in other countries. Not like, really. Right. No. And so, like, our, you know, little DNA test. And I got one for Christmas because I was having an identity crisis. Because, you know, like... Did you do it? I did. Okay. And I was not what I thought it was. What are you? I thought I was, like, way more German than I am. I still identify with them because <laughs> I want to. <laughs> and so what are you mostly? I think it was, like, a lot of, a lot of whales. <laughs> oh, like skirt and everything, right? No, no, that's Scottish. Scottish. Lauren, no, forgive no, us. Scottish Wales, Scotland and Wales. That's like near. I don't. I, you never no, hear Wales, Wales and Wales. Up, Scotland is up north. Yeah. Wales is in the south. I don't, I don't know. In England. Is okay, in UK. A lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's and un- like a lot that's of German and French. Yeah. But like you know, for instance, mm. like German culture, that like a German Christmas, like. Yeah. We don't have that, you know. Well, I don't October know what fest. That entails either. Like yeah. Well, or like have you seen like a Norwegian Christmas? No. It's like a whole thing. It's no. they've got I mean it's, it's beautiful. And so it looks like very cultural things and I was like I I'm an American, so I am no one. <laughs> Which my mom was like, "Sir, that's really insensitive. Like we have American traditions." And I'm like, like. It's not the same, okay? Well, yeah, and We've it's got Thanksgiving cold. and it's just not. That's not it. Not when you look at the history. Not when you look at the history. Right. I'm like, who do you, like, how do you celebrate? And I really appreciate the families that have, like, kept that going. Like, Mm -hmm. Joseph's family is still very attached to their heritage. And they've got, like, documents and, I don't know, old things from their ancestors from, now this is still, like, America, but from, like, the Revolutionary War. And then before then in Scotland or whatever, wherever they're from. And so, like... He, I, you know, when his dad bought a kilt, I'm like, it makes sense because you still are there. Like, you've passed that on versus me. I'm like, I mean, I'm in between Trolley Road. And like, just, <laughs> you know, just like, where am I from? Who am yeah. I? I had, like, a whole thing. No, that's valid. That's right, okay. Valid. But, I mean, the U.S. is such a young country. It's too, so young. So. We've got so much. So, so we can make our own, but I'm also like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Thanks, like, I know people are like, Thanksgiving, it is, <laughs> it's too late. Like, no more new countries. I know, I know, and like, for, like, my family, like, you know, I have kids, do I teach them German songs? No. <laughs> but, not, why exactly. not, but why not, right? Like, why, like, for us, languages are yes. such a big thing. Yeah. And that's mostly due to colonization. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, when you think about it, maybe, like... It's not a maybe. It's a for sure. Knowing more than one language changes, like, how your brain... 100%. It's evident, right? Yeah, I'm living it, too. So why not teach your children at a really young age new languages? Yeah, it's like, I want to learn languages. That's actually... On my sneak peek, one of my freaking regrets. But yeah. it's not just like I didn't learn a new language. It's a specific action oh, that I did. That I have one, that. yes, but it's not just that. <laughs> I did something stupid for in both high school and college. What? I'm de- no, well, we'll talk about that in a second. Oh, well, actually, let's go into that. Let's go into that. So, we don't have a whole tangent. Um, is anybody else feeling culture crisis? <laughs> Am I the only one who's like thought about this? <laughs> Write in. <laughs> right. Write in. Get, send us a DM if you've ever had this, you know, or really any. I thought my of an irrational. I like I thought I was being irrational. So if you have like an irrational thought or something like that, send it in, 
I'm very, you're welcome to just like pour your heart out. If you need to do a voice note, we'll we're listen. open. We'll listen, yes. we won't share, and we will celebrate you and all of our rational tendencies at Attainable Podcast on Instagram. Anyway, so things I regret. I figured like we'll go back and forth. I have three. Do I need to think about more? How many do you have? Like three or four. Okay, cool, 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 cool. We'll probably, that's enough. Okay, that's enough. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> want to listen after that. Okay, what's your first one? Let me see my biggest one, probably. Okay, and yeah, I, I do want to say regret because I do really regret okay, that. Okay, that's very good. And I think, okay, there are two, but like, there could okay. be one. Okay. It's not doing more activities mm-hmm. and in turn not making more friends. Oh. So, and I really realized that afterwards because, I mean, how do we make friends? The way you make friends is that it's like the people you spend most time with. I mean, in, in elementary school, middle school, high school, college. Then you get to work, and it's supposed to be that environment mm-hmm. where you like make more friends. Yeah. But I went into an environment where you know, it's old, much older people, and I mean I love them, I get along with them, but it's not people who are like, same. oh, you want to like go out after you know work, you want to hang out, whatever. This was the biggest struggle, and then when I look back, I'm like, okay, maybe if I put myself out there more, if I I don't not join more organizations because that's just like the cliche, but just. Literally just hung out outside more. Yeah. <laughs> like in the dining hall. I was literally I thinking about that. Like these, I see these kids who, <laughs> these kids help. They're like in high school or college. And they are like, oh yeah, like me and my friends will go out with, now they're all cool with their film cameras or whatever. Like we'll go out with film cameras and we'll just take pictures. Or we'll go, you know, and they're like creating or like doing something and they have like an activity surrounding mm-hmm. what they're doing. And I'm like, that's yeah. really cool that you guys are like creating things together and you're doing things and... That's just a really awesome thing. Yeah. I agree with like doing more activities, especially outside. I, didn't, I know. I feel like I didn't play outside very much. No. I, you know, senior year, I think I invested more time to be outside because I, I knew the end was nearing. Yeah. And I just wanted to like enjoy it more than I did the past three years, yeah. which I loved you went on a lot. You went on more like little trips. Like, we did. Yeah. We did. Um, like road trips. And yeah. We did the big like spring break trips yeah. and stuff. Like I've did... I, I did activities. I've done things, but like just within the college environment through the semesters, I just feel like I should have put myself out there more. Um, I mean, academically, I was doing very well and all that stuff, but, and I had friends. And I, I mean, to me, I value the, I don't know, the quality of the friendship, which, of no, course, fair, is more absolutely. Than the number. Absolutely. But at the same time, um, yeah, it's just not putting myself out there as much as I should have. That's one regret. What's yours? I'm surprised. I mean, you had... I'm not surprised by that, but... I mean, you were so friendly. I feel like other people from college would have said, like, wow, I feel like she was so involved. And Really? Yeah, 100%. Oh, I feel the opposite. Oh. Um, what's my biggest or what's my, like, next one? one? Of them, okay. Yeah. Um, my biggest... Okay, this is one that I actually, like... It's going to sound superficial. I regret not working in a restaurant. Yes. Let's unpack that. Let's, let's unpack that. Okay. So when you are like going into like your first job or whatever, you know, usually like after babysitting, because I feel like everybody goes to the babysitting thing. Okay. You usually like go work in a restaurant or you go in retail. Like, and I don't see people going from one to the other. Like I, those it's, yeah, they're like, oh, I'm going to get a job at Palmetto Moon. Or I'm going to get a job at Chili's. Like, you know, whatever, being a hostess. And I did the retail route, obviously not thinking, oh, retail or restaurant. Mm-hmm. I would just like, you know, I was, how old was I, 18? And I got a job at Ulta. That was my very first job. Mm-hmm. 
and I was in retail ever since. I was in retail all through college. Like, I did traveling retail. Like, I studied retail management. I did so, so much. what do you think you missed? Oh, gotcha. Missed yes. <laughs> yeah. like, so, I feel like people in the restaurant business, I think they're tougher. Mm. I think they have more grit. Yes. I think that you learn more on a restaurant job than you do on a retail job. I think that you make a crap more money. And I think that you also become very, one, adaptable and two, appreciative. Like, adaptable in that having a restaurant job, it's such a large industry and it's something that you can do at any time. Mm -hmm. And that's a perfectly great living. And being a professional waitress or a bartender or a waiter, like any of that, is like a good, good job. And you just, you know, you can always go back to that and it's a skill you always have. Yeah. I'm and, just thinking about how I never did either, but I keep hearing about the experiences of, like, retail and how tough it is as well. It is but tough. But I've had friends who were servers, and they were like, okay. That's the thing. I don't... See, I don't... Customer service in general, like, yeah. working in customer service is a tough industry. But okay. they're so... I mean, everyone's hard workers. Like, retail workers are mm-hmm. such... I mean, I worked so hard, and, like, you get what you put in. But I don't, and and I also regret it because I think that I would have been really good at it. Like I look at, I know people like maybe look at waitressing or like bartending and they're like, that looks like terrible. Mm-hmm. I look, think that looks like really fun. Like oh, I, well, you love talking to I people. I love talking to people. this is literally like 70% talking. Yes. I mean, I'm like, that's like all you do. Yeah. It's like people are there and they're happy to see you because you're going to bring them food or a drink. And especially like bartending. I mean, I wanted to take bartending classes when I turned 21 parents said that it would get that for me and I never got that and I'm 24 but whatever never say never never say never and I, I think I would be really good at it and I never got the chance to like see you know and now and the thing is now that's I still doable yeah but it's a now little working late lo- um, like I guess I could in get terms a, of a career I guess yeah it's, it, it's in terms of a career and it's almost like why right like oh I could do it part-time and I guess I'm I'm absolutely always the kind of person that's like doing something for fun is an absolutely valid reason for doing something so maybe I'm well maybe I'll take a bartending class I do not relate at all (laughs) to all of it (laughs) he's like that's real nice for you yeah I mean I I'm not too much of an introvert like Mm -hmm. I am I feel like I'm in the middle you are it's it's a good balance yeah but I would not want to work in a restaurant or retail and not because oh they complained no it's because this constant interaction tires me out yeah so uh, good for you though thank you (laughs) good for you though love that for you (laughs) love that for you (laughs) what's uh what's your next one uh next one let me not taking enough fun classes are we still talking about college? Yeah, like okay. any of that that whole area of time. Um, and I took some fun classes. I mean, I took... <laughs> <laughs> she just went blank. No, 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 I did. I took piano. You did. I did. I you loved, loved it. it. And I guess that's where, I guess when I think about re- yeah. fun classes, because... I didn't take... I never yeah. continue it to the next level and the next level... And, I mean, I remember I used to come back to my room and I would, like, record myself, like, playing something. Because Q, my yeah. freshman year roommate, yeah. she had, like, this um, keyboard. Yeah. And then I would record it and I would show it to Lauren. And I'm like, hey, Lauren, um, do you think I should post this? I think it's pretty cool because, like, I'm actually doing it. Yeah. She's like, yeah, it's, mm, it's kind of too, like, 
primitive to <laughs> to be proud of in a way. Oh, she didn't say that, but just like no, it's like you shouldn't, right? And I'm like, oh shit, okay. But I loved it. I loved it so much, and I don't know why I didn't continue. And I loved the professor, so that was one fun class. And I I know I did another fun thing, like class wise. Yeah. Do you remember? No, my love, I did not. I, okay, so I made Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this was payback or something. Okay. Take a philosophy class with me. And that class yeah. was completely for fun for me. Yes. And it was like about love and feelings or yeah. some bullshit. We, had, we went to a liberal college, so they had yeah. some weird classes yeah. and a lot of like art stuff and a lot of like thoughtful classes, mm-hmm. which I really enjoyed. Yeah. But then, and I, I, I thought I would love it. I bought all the books right before the class and everything. And I went with her. I was like, because her and I just made a commitment, like, let's take at least one class together. For a, yeah. like, during a semester. Yeah. So we went in the first day, and I love Dr. Han. You, you know Dr. Han. Yeah. We love her. Yeah. And then we started, and it was, I don't know what I, what my expectations were and where it was. And instantly, I was like, sorry, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to drop, drop it. Like, I can't. Yeah. And I don't know why she didn't. I mean, it was fine. I think it counted as extra credit for her or something. Yeah. No, not extra credit. Like, I, uh, I think it counted under something for her major. Like general rights yeah. or something. Oh, yeah. She was a psych major, yeah. so it would have counted yeah. for something. And I was like, I'm sorry. So I, I dropped out of that. But th- I think that was my I other I literally attempt. remember yeah. you doing that. So yeah. she was like, And I was what short. I, was, the- I had like 12 or 13 credits, and I had to be up to 15. I don't know what I took. But yeah, so that was another one. Like, I... Because my advisor, doctor, loved him. <laughs> <laughs> doctor, doctor loved that McConnell, guy. Dr. McConnell. Oh, my God. Man. Oh, I loved him. Like, the Dr. first McConnell time we ever so... met about my classes, he's like, he's I need so you to take sweet. a fun class every single semester. He was so sweet. What did I take with him? History. Oh, my God. My very first year. Yeah. He was so cute. This like a little, no, <laughs> no, not, no, not like that. He's not like an like old that, man, but. like an old, okay, like a precious old man. Not, I can't. No, I agree. No, not like that. Like little old man. No. Like Mr. Fredrickson. Like you would know when he was young, he was probably very handsome. No, I'm just oh. talking about. He's a precious old man. Well, he is. I just, exactly. It's not like it was inappropriate. I no, just, no, no, I no, just, no, I was no. Acknowledging. He was. He was a good looking. Probably man. would have been a very handsome man. <laughs> Listen. So, um, yes, we loved him. <laughs> he was a very good mentor to me. He, actually. Yeah, he yeah. was. He really liked him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he pushed me to take fun classes, and I think I took a couple, but I wish I took more. I am trying. I was, was trying to think of who my advisor was. So I was like, oh, <laughs> I won't say the name just for niceness, but mm, not the anyway. Yours, what yeah. a, wait, hold on. Do you remember yeah. the most fun class that I took? I know that you like. No, I wouldn't. I didn't know your classes, but yes, you would because it was. I would. It was so out there. Like I <laughs> went really off the. The communication? No, 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 no. Oh. no, no you loved that, though. I loved, yeah, um, all my comp classes, but I took one that was, like, super obscure. Oh, the, not dance. Aerial silks. Aerial. <laughs> I took aerial silks, and then I did a photo and shoot. you were good. I was good at it. I was good at aerial silks. I still love aerial, aerial yeah. silks and would totally, like, join, like, an aerial silks, silks gym or whatever, but, and then I did a, here's the thing. Here's something that, um, like, I really, tra- college is a lot easier to, like, practice and do things that are purely for creativeness mm-hmm. and like if you're in college or if like you, that's the environment that's literally it. the environment yeah. to do it because if you have a project you can literally go to anybody they have the resources they have the money and like 
they have the entire environment for you to create whatever you wanted. And so for absolutely the heck of it, there was no reason for me to do this. I did it around Halloween, which gave me like, I made that as an excuse, but there was, that was not the reason I did it. I did an entire photo shoot, lighting, photographer, everything that yes, help a friend helped me make the costume, like beautiful costume in. And I did a photo shoot in um, Zendaya, like the, uh, showman, greatest showman yeah. the greatest showman outfit and we d- i did my hair pink like it was yeah i still have the photos i love the picture i posted on my story because i loved one of those yes uh, it was so powerful uh, let me um i gotta find it. remind me everybody who listened to this dm me to make sure that i put this on my story i'll put some of the photos on that's kind of embarrassing but anyway i'll put it on my it story so you can see it was a good photo shoot and i yeah. am proud of that i was really into makeup um that yes. was during my makeup days it was like so. a promo for your makeup yeah yeah, yeah a lot like and uh, oh do you remember when i um did avatar yes oh that i still Halloween, yeah right? i still yeah. have that video yep, yep, yep i'll i'll also do a picture of when i did um i went full blue, blue. it was really fun anyway yeah, definitely do fun classes or like create mainly create. I'd say creative classes because you have to exercise yeah. both sides of your brain. And one one class that really surprised me, and I didn't know it would be fun, was music appreciation. So you know how really we either had to take art appreciation. Yeah, or music. I took art appreciation on. No, I took dance appreciation online. online. Uh, tragic, tragic. No, and it was also Dr. Weinberg who was the piano professor's gotcha. professor as well. But I loved that class. I learned so much. I was like, and I was with a bunch I feel of. Like you're very musical. I'm not. No, but I think like your brain is, and I just think you haven't activated it. I love it. learning. Yeah. About it, mm-hmm. I love learning and the history of it. I mean, I love history. In you know general. what I totally see you playing? What? Well, besides piano, violin. Really? Yeah. No, it's totally not my personality. Okay, I want to play violin, but I would love to learn it. Okay. <laughs> Great. I feel like that's exactly what I just said. No, no, no. Like I would love to learn it. I see. For the learning. Gotcha. Of it. But you don't feel that like i'm not that you don't feel like a violinist no do you feel like a pianist um i just feel like artists okay or yes. musicians i see have it. such a personality that i just don't fit the criteria really i do i think they'd welcome you yeah maybe i mean i'm more into art on the artistic side of writing maybe yes 100 percent. you're a great writer but it also it is so difficult to learn i mean yes piano like mind hand coordination was like <laughs> yeah it's literally like math Yes. No, we were Music doing fractions. We were yeah. doing fractions in the middle of this, like, the thing. But where were I going with this? I don't um, remember. Music appreciation. Yes, 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 yes. I just yes, yes. learning about the history of it. I yeah. love that. That's mm-hmm. so sweet. Okay, my next one. Speaking of, like, classes in college, yeah. I did this in both high school and college. So high school, I took the very minimum amount of uh, language classes, and I took Spanish because I knew it was the easiest. Mm-hmm. And I had, and to be fair, I really do blame this on this experience. Like, I had a horrible experience in Spanish. Not because I was bad or any of that. It's because in the span of like three months, I had six teachers. Like we, they kept switching out. Nobody Uh, stayed. Like, obviously I learned jack crap. Like I learned nothing. And so I never understood the appreciation of a new language or like how to learn it or anything like Mm -hmm. that. And we had a phenomenal French and German program at my high school. Didn't do either of them. Yeah. Yeah, And then I went to Germany with my high school with a lot of their senior class in that, Mm -hmm. which they were all fluent in German, LOL. Which I I thought, I mean, I would think you would want to take German. I know, but I, I don't, I don't know what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. I just had never appreciated, like I never understood like taking a language or like anything like that I was young and dumb I was young and yeah. dumb and then I had that Spanish experience and I was like why would I ever want to learn a language this is the worst thing ever oh. then I went to college and I pushed my language back until my senior year 
I didn't take a language until my senior year. Oof, I took our first semester. I wish I would have because then I would have taken all four years because I took, took French, French I took and French. I loved yeah. it. I adored taking French. I adored learning French. I adored saying it. I adored, like, it took me two to three months to get the R right. And I practiced every day mm-hmm. and I loved it. And then I realized, oh my God, like I, I'm doing that's this my senior year yeah. and that's it. And I even, after I graduated. By the way, they cut down the program too. I mean, yeah. we had a whole Spanish Yeah, we had program. a lot. Like, okay, only two classes. Yeah, when we went through that giant cut, like our junior, sophomore, junior year. Tough. Yeah, it was absolutely awful. But when I graduated, I was still in Columbia. So I emailed my professor he was from the Congo okay. and like very serious man yeah. uh, with a very thick accent. I'm sure if I were to go back, cause I can't really do anything now, but if you were to like, if a French person were to ask me something in French, I probably would have a really weird accent <laughs> cause I learned it from somebody who's from the Congo and I emailed him and I was like, Hey, like, cause he also taught at USC. I was mm-hmm. like, do you have any students who I could pay to be a tutor? Cause I was going to have somebody come like twice a week and oh, wow. teach me French. I was like, I'll pay for it. Like I got nothing better to do and I hate my life. So please. And he, he, he just said, no. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, Didn't even entertain the idea. No. I was like, okay, cool. And I still like, I mean, I want, I have Duolingo, but it's not the same. I really want to like sit down and have somebody teach me. I loved French, but it was so difficult for me to to grasp. Really? Um, Well, I'm English educated. I'm not French educated, but a lot of people back home are French educated. Yeah, I was going to say like, you know a lot of French. Well, just because I hear it every single day, but learning it was a difficulty. And it wasn't like the pronunciation a little bit of pronunciation but I had the better roll of the tongue than like a lot of my classmates so the teacher like the professor loved me she mm-hmm. was so at the end of the like the semester she's like so see you in French too I was like maybe maybe I've never seen that professor after that no <laughs> no I swear I avoided I, her at all costs if I can I don't know if I can find somebody to teach me French or like find a good way to and here's the thing like even I'd like to just take a month or a couple months in a different like country because when I was in Costa Rica I was there for seven days picked up more Spanish than I had learned in a year Mm -hmm. like you just pick it up so when you're in that environment Mm -hmm. where you're forced to either understand or like learn it because when I first came to the U.S. I was so freaked out that you guys spoke too fast like that was my first like fear coming here I'm like okay I know English like trust yourself but we learn, you learn formal English. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't learn like what casual English. Casual. Yeah. And then that was my freak out moment. Like people are going to speak too fast. And then when I first came, it was kind of like then the beginning. But my, uh, when I first came as a high school exchange student. What time, what, yeah. What exactly what age were you? I was 15. 15. I turned 16 here. Okay. Um, and I was placed, I remember, this is like one thing I really remember. And from my first host mom. So she was the first uh, like host parent that hosted me mm-hmm. how many times did I say <laughs> it was just temporary placement but anyway I stayed with her for a couple months and I when I first came I told her like this was my fear and she was like never be afraid to say excuse me can you repeat this or Aww. sorry can you say that again like and these two phrases still stick with me like till now yeah, yeah I've heard you say that I always say that now because in the beginning, I just didn't want to be rude or make them, like, think I'm stupid or something. <laughs> but then I, you just pick it up. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It was great. That's great. Yeah. What, um, do you remember any of the Arabic words I taught you? Uh, I literally know literally one. Literally or the worst? I literally only <laughs> want, know one. You know which one I know. 
Habibi. That's Habibi. I'm like, <laughs> yep, that's it. You, okay, but you taught Lauren way more than you taught me. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. Like, I know, like, I we didn't do the... Classes. Yeah. <laughs> classes. Did you and Lauren have classes? Well, I had her write them down. <laughs> Are you joking? No, no, you literally would just... Like, maybe you said a word, yeah, and I was like, cool. I would have her, like, memorize a conversation. Uh, literally, yeah. that didn't happen with me. So, yeah. Thank you. Okay, now it's our time. <laughs> Wait, who's who was last? Uh, you. Okay, hold on. Yeah. So, one last one that I can think about. And then I, I have one more. Yeah, good. Yeah, okay. okay. Is not doing enough research. And this is more, like, uh, like career-wise research on better internships oh my god mine's kind of the same thing yeah yes okay, okay. you know you you keep going um so you know how I was double majoring but I only really picked up my comp sci major like end of sophomore year mm-hmm. so I was kind of already late with that anyway to begin with but I just feel like I don't know I felt like there wasn't a lot of opportunities when there were a ton especially programs directed towards tech students and like just getting you started and all that so and I just find all that out after graduated and I'm like oh looking back like I wish I just had the better guidance I guess but also taking more time to research and which I did it just I don't think I did it enough and um, and when you're in that mindset like it's very you're in a desperation mindset and it's really hard not to be there yeah and it's so competitive at the same time it is so competitive and I mean, I reached, you know, junior year, senior year, and I started stressing. Yeah. Like, not even just about internships. Like, what am I going to do after graduation? Yeah, my remember. work permit, my visa, all that stuff. Like, it just clouds your mind. And you can't think straight. And you straight. just take the first opportunity yep. that is presented. 100%. Yeah. Literally the same. I mean, you know. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I mean, I just took, like, if you haven't heard my story, I've, um, I think it's episode like 37 or something like breakdown to business is one of my stories. And then the very first, uh, one of the very first episodes, um, like what happens after college. I also talk about my story of like leaving college and I got a chemistry job and it absolutely sucked anyway. But like, I deeply regret even looking at a job site after like my senior year. Mm-hmm. Like I wish I wouldn't have at all if, I would go back. I would like block every job site, every no, of course, like I would probably not even do internships. I would do absolutely nothing like, and of course that comes from a privileged position. If, you know, if I needed the money, I would have looked like, like for internships or like just fun jobs. I would have gotten something completely off the wall or yeah, like an internship, but I would not have gotten like a career ready job because I was not career ready. Like, absolutely not career ready and if I had my way I would go back not look at a job site I would travel Mm -hmm. as much as I could like I would have saved and traveled for if I could for a year and then come back home because I had the privilege of being able to come back home if I needed to and I did and end up doing that anyway but come back home find an internship or like a lower level position in assisting like, we don't have, um, oh, what are, the, what are the things that, um, they have them in England, and, like, we used to have them, but I'm talking about, like, a long time ago, where, you, apprentice, yes, apprenticeship, we don't really have those, or, like, I don't hear that word very often, but, like, I do, like, an apprenticeship sort of thing, or intern, or, like, something where I was under somebody purely there to learn, yeah, and, 
like that was what that would be my priority because like after college there is still learning to be done Mm -hmm. before you get into your career and I would have done so much better for myself and gotten a much better job and in the long run probably made more money because I took time to research and I took time to just be myself and Mm -hmm. learn and yeah get like because those kind of jobs under those like in, the internships and assistantship that's what gets you really high because that's how you meet people yep because you are under somebody who is a higher level position who's vouching for you who then that's they're where you're networking that's starts. where you're networking their job is to literally set you up for success and they usually will boost you up into mm-hmm. a position with a friend or whatever and like traveling would have just made me learn more about myself mm-hmm. and learn more about the world and who I wanted to be and but at I, that point like I wish we don't have these regrets. I wish we don't call them regrets because in right. that moment, like, we were you, so overwhelmed yes. with There's no way I could have known. I would have said you were crazy. adults, like... Yeah, I was just said I had to yeah. make... I have to make money. Right, and I you have look to at get our other friends who were sure about their careers and knew what they were doing, and I looked at them and I'm like, I'm so happy... And it got me more stressed, yes, however. Yes, 100%. I mean, I'm like, okay, I'm, I don't know where I am. I don't know where, what I want to be. Um, but it gets you to kind of rush the process yeah. and just jump on the first yeah. you know, opportunity. Like, I feel like if I have somebody that is, like, you're going to ask me questions. Like, my parents, you know, like, it would be like, your job is school. Like, your job is school. I would have said, after college, your job is to spend another year learning. Like, you have one year mm-hmm. to travel and learn, and then you get an internship. Because I needed to be told what to do. That's what I wanted. I'm like, somebody tell me the right thing to do. Yeah. I, and I would be like, that's the right thing to do. Go travel. Go meet new people. Go do solo tri- trips. Like, go set up three solo trips in a row and bounce around between them. And then then come back, come home, chill out. Right. Go work as a waitress while you're looking for an internship. Just, and explore. Like, that's your only job is to explore and learn about who you are. Okay, I was going to say that this obviously relates more to people who are in our position. Oh, yeah. Well, and I, again, you did mention the word privilege, and I agree 100%. I wasn't in that position of like, oh, I can take six months to a year Mm -hmm. off and just figure out what I, like, I was in a very... um, Time, you were time sensitive. Time crunch. It was... Two times. Yes, yes. And, you know, the process of even getting your work permit took a while. But anyway, if you're in a position where you're not sure what you want to do, don't rush yourself. Especially if you have the privilege, the ability to go back home, stay there for a bit, or even just go around and travel around the U.S. You don't even have to go international. But if you can go international, do that. Do what Don't these rush it. yeah do these people are doing sell uh, the thrifted finds that these girls these girls are selling thrifted clothes that they find because they're good at thrifting and they sell them on Instagram and that's how they like feel yeah. their life and then you they you know they go travel they do whatever yeah you can always like you feel like you have to get a certain type of job or you feel like you have to be a certain type of person. And, and like, you have to achieve some kind of and purpose. And you absolutely like, don't. That kills me that I yes. was so... And I'm still, in a way, recovering from that mentality. I'm still there. Oh, I'm still there. Yeah. Not as bad, but yeah. I still, like, put so much pressure on, like, what I should be doing. And, and it. I mean, it'll make me ill. Yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah, just absolutely physically ill when it's, like, one, you've got so much time. Two, expectations for yourself. Like, that, 
doing that to yourself does absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. And it actually takes away, like as soon as I can clear, it feels like clear the water. Like as soon as I, it's like, it's like constantly, it's like a a water jar with like glitter in it or not glitter. Cause that sounds really glamorous, like dirt. (laughs) And you, you like shake it up. And it's all cloudy, and you're all messed up, and you have no idea what you're doing, and it feels like a tornado, whatever. That if, last year, it yes, was like that. If you could just, like, set the jar down and let it settle, mm-hmm. then you'll be like, oh, now I can see, like, all the options I actually have, and I can make an informed decision. Which I don't know if I even could have done, but if you have any sort of way to, like, just sit down for with yourself and just breathe... Like, it will come to you. It's going to be just fine. And this is difficult, and I did a lot of it, and I still do today, is compare myself to people that we were maybe on the same journey starting or just my age. I look at them, and Hulud, my friend, she told me one thing. I think it was her. She was like, just look back at where they started and where you started. Did you start from the same place? And the answer was no. Yeah. I mean, the, the place they came from, the place I came from, completely different. Yes, we started on a new journey together, but our experiences have been so much different that maybe it gave them a little more push than me. But I, I never looked at it that way. I'm like, no, we, we, you know, we went yeah. to university. Yeah. We both got degrees. Uh, why are they? Why am I in this point in my life and they are at the next one? It has nothing to do with your capabilities. No. no. Nothing but that's to do. how you feel at yes. the moment. 100. Yeah. You're like, why haven't I figured it out yet? Yeah. Like, you think that people have something figured out. If I hear that one more time, like, nobody, like, they still don't have it figured out. And I still don't. I still don't. And, but you kind of got to fall in love with that. Like, yeah, you literally just fly by your, the seat of your pants. When I was in watching Frozen 2, because Frozen 2 came out during the peak of my distress. And there's a song called The Next Right Thing. Mm-hmm. And then ever since then, like, I've heard it, like, several times. And it's like, if you don't know what to do, stop. Literally just do the next right thing. And it's not a big move. It may be go and grab something to eat. Mm-hmm. It may be go take a shower. It may be go put in the application. You know, if you, like, just start something even if you don't know if you will finish or why or just do like the next thing that you know to do you don't have to think about any anything else no further than the next step (laughs) that's all love that love that i feel like that was really good i agree mic drop we are at your service for great advice and humility (laughs) yes and guidance and guidance completely um not from experts. <laughs> Not from experts. <laughs> Just from us saying, ah, oh, we could have done it better. <laughs> but anyway, guys, I hope that that was helpful. If you're in a weird place or just need advice or whatever, feel free to DM me at Attainable Podcast and be happy to help you out as best as I can. I hope that this podcast made you smile, even though we kind of got quite deep. We got a lot deeper than I thought we would, but that's okay. Um, we usually do in yes. our conversations. It always, that always way. yes. But. I hope you guys have a fabulous week and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.